1: Alright, so thank you for tuning in to Chomping at the Bit. I am Kyle Edwards, of course. And this episode, going to talk about the Red Sox. They've had a pretty eventful year. Uh, kind of talk, talk about the ups and downs and all of that. Talk about the wild card game they have with the Yankees. As well as their series with the Rays kind of give you my opinion on where that series stands who has the advantage and who I think will ultimately win that series uh, so if you are new here appreciate you stopping by Just quickly let you know Uh-oh. I am a Red Sox fan so that's what I'm going to talk about them on this episode Originally from Boston, so my team growing up, still follow them. Live in Atlanta, so I do watch Atlanta teams. I may touch on the Braves a little bit in this episode. But my main focus is on the Red Sox. Because I think they've been fascinating this year. I mean, they've... (laughs) The reaction to them has been all over the place. You know, after the first week, people were down on them. They thought it was going to be another rough year like last year in their shortened season. Then they turned it on. People thought they were going to be world beaters and just, you know, moonwalk their way through the year. Then they had struggles, and those struggles got real deep. You know, get to the uh, trade deadline. Some people thought they weren't. Active enough, so people were, were just giving up on them and thought the organization had given up on this team and was playing for next year. Uh, then they slump a little more coming out of the trade deadline, slump some more, play a little better, slump, play better, slump. Uh, then they deal with COVID. Somehow play, they kept their head above water during the little COVID stint that went through the team. Then by the end of the year, they played well enough to get in. So that was the quick, what like two minute rundown on their season. Uh, Main focus is on the wild card series with the Rays, so just wanted to get through that real quickly. So now they get into the wild card uh, game with the Yankees after there was a real possibility that they were going to ultimately miss the playoffs. It could have been the team like Toronto in there instead of them or the Mariners. But they held onto their spot, end up leaping over the Yankees last couple of days, host the wild card game. And then going into the game, there was Garrett Cole on the mound, and the Red Sox had Ivaldi, yes, who's been their ace all year. May may be the team's most valuable player. I mean, he made it through the whole year healthy, exceeded all expectations, and now he was ready to go toe to toe against Garrett Cole, the big money man that the Yankees brought in with that with the top of that lineup, Rizzo. Judge, Stanton, Gallo, and Ivaldi was great. Went five in the third innings. Cora pulled them. He could have went longer, but we know come postseason time, Cora's in a different mentality. You know, he'd rather pull guys a little too soon than to leave them out there and possibly have them falter. So kind of a quick hook, but ultimately didn't cost them. Cause uh, to back him up, they brought in with Brazier, who missed a lot of the year, but he was he's become really reliable since he came back. Uh, they used uh, who else did they use in that game? Did they used Woodlock, Marvin Robles, who's been an unsung hero late in the year and Cole struggled again you know for the big money that the Yankees are paying him he hasn't been that dominant against the Red Sox and we know for the Yankee fan that's the most important thing is being able to beat the Red Sox Red Sox have gotten to him a couple of times in the regular season they got to him the wild card game um Bogart's you know hits the two-run homer early crowds into it they're going nuts Yankees brought Bucky Dent to the ballpark, I guess to give him some good luck. Didn't work. Red Sox got to a good start. Um, Schwarber follows it up. You know, gets them the three run lead early. And that was it for Cole. Cole went two innings. Um, Boone had to pull him because he clearly didn't. Have what it took to get the Red Sox out consistently. And it looked like they were just going to put put up more runs on them. Um, I know the camera caught him saying, I'm out. So I think when I first saw it, I saw it when I was watching the game live. I mean, I thought he was saying, like, I'm out, like, I'm done you know, like, Boone was just going out there to talk to him, and he was like, no, I'm I'm, I'm done. I think that's how it was interpreted first. But, uh, after thinking about it for a little bit, I think all that happened was Boone went out there told him, I'm pulling you, and he was just like, I'm out. So, you know, it is what it is. But they got Cole out. Um, get to the bullpen, where... I think most people said the Yankees had the advantage not so much in this game cuz the Red Sox were able to put up three more runs. Uh the Yankees got some couple of runs late, but the Red Sox bullpen was great finishing off a great start by Evaldi. Um key was of course you know keeping that top 4 from the Yankees Away from doing a lot of damage. I mean, Stanton did, did some work. He was like the only one who showed up. He had a couple that hit off the green monster that could have been gone. Other ballparks. And uh, biggest play, it was, what, three, 3-1? Three, yeah, I think it was 3-1. Uh, Stanton hit the ball. Deep left center off the green monster. It bounced a little bit away from. Was it Rodugo? Yeah, because Redugo was in left. He tracked the ball down, bounced away from him. Kike uh, Hernandez was right there, relayed it to Xander, who then threw it to Plowiecki, put the tag on Judge. So stopped the run from scoring, gave them their second out with Stanton uh, standing on second. Ultimately, that was a play that really did it, did the Yankees in because when Stanton hit it, they thought they were going to be tied at three, and then it turned out they didn't even score at all. So that was kind of at least it seemed like mentally or emotionally, that was a spot where they thought they'd be able to get back into the game didn't happen and ultimately ultimately they lost what six to two. Um, so what we oh at least what I noticed was as long as the pitching staff can keep these lineups off the bases with walks and stuff like that they're fine because offensively they're good enough for the most part on a given night you'll get you know what you'll get from Devers Bogarts pretty consistent Renfro's up and down uh Kike's up and down, although it looks like he's on the up right now. You know, Vasquez up and down. So, uh, getting that win over the Yankees, it, you know, definitely made the season a su- success to me. Cause I know coming into the year, the Red Sox were scheduled to win, I think, 80, 80 and a half games they ended up winning 92 yeah 92 and 70 is what they went so you know 12 win difference the pitching staff i mean at times was held together by you know duct tape and and, and dreams at first like a season back from tommy john for chris sale so didn't know what you were gonna get from him you have Hauk, who's the young guy who uh, I guess was basically the fifth starter throughout the year. wasn't going deep into games, so it's kind of questioning like what would be his role going forward. Is it something where they might have to hold him out for another year and really get him ready to be a starter? But um, but yeah. So. He's now in the bullpen. And he's looking good. They had Garrett Richards, who was a starter all year. Struggled throughout the year. He's now a reliever. Although I think he's hurt now. So he's off the playoff roster. At least for this round, I think. Um, Yeah, had Eduardo Rodriguez. who's in a contract year. Struggled with consistency. uh, Went through stretches where his control was all over the place. Uh, He was... I mean in terms of wins he's he's fine I guess but definitely seems like he's probably cost himself some money in free agency but um he did, I mean he he had some key performances late in the year but in terms of playoffs he's probably going to be your um I don't know what to call it, but like uh, oh crap, starter couldn't make it past this point get Erod in there to bridge the gap between them and the late setup uh, closer guys uh, who else like I said, Sale coming back on Tommy John didn't see him till when the sale start kind like middle well after the trade deadline sale came in yeah I remember that started off pretty good started tailing off which kind of was, was expected after Tommy John but as you can see there's a lot of uncertainty in the pitching staff they were able to navigate all that get to 92 wins offense was pretty stable all year but I mean, like I said, eight and a half wins to start with. They're looking at maybe finishing fourth in the division, managed to finish second. And now that they've gotten past the Yankees, I think this team really was confident going into the series with the Rays. I believe a couple of their highest output games from the year were against the Rays. So they're very familiar with each other. Rays are coming off a hundred-win season, first one in their franchise history. So I think on paper looked like not necessarily not necessarily a sweep for the Rays, maybe four-game win, like three to one. Because remember, this series is best of five after the wild cards, one and done. Um, first game, I guess, kind of went the way most people thought. Red Sox were able to, you know, put some balls in play. Ray's happened to seem just seemed to be in all those places to make outs. The offense got uh well the rays offense, I will say, put up some runs. And then their pitching took over and minimized the Red Sox lineup. Like I said, few of the guys hit balls well, but right at Ray's players, so I mean, that could have been discouraging. You know, the Red Sox mentality could have been, hey, playing with house money, beat the Yankees, probably further than most people thought. Good. They did. They did with, uh, I guess the Red Sox teams had done throughout the year where if they needed to the score runs late to win a game, they did that. If they went through a little stretch where maybe they lost a game or two, They bounce back with a great game and, you know, get a needed win before a two-game losing streak turned into like a six-game losing streak. Late in the year, we weren't seeing that. We were seeing pitchers frequently silencing the offense, Red Sox pitchers struggling with control and losing games they shouldn't have, all that. So game two comes about. Red Sox need it because you don't want to go down 0-2 even though the next two are in Boston. But you're on the brink of elimination. You just want to split with Tampa Bay. Second game to go there. They're down there. Mm-hmm. Going up against... Uh, like Shane Boz or something. Never heard of him. But he was the game two starter for the Rays. And the Red Sox offense explodes for 14 runs, 20 hits. I mean, it it could have been worse because Kiermaier made a few plays in the outfield that saved runs, definitely. Uh, We saw Hernandez go five for six, home run. J.D. Martinez went like four for five, home run, bad ankle and all. Uh, Devers, some thought he had like a forearm injury or something. Then we heard... uh, Big Poppy David Ortiz talked to him, told him not to do so much of the plate. You know, don't have to swing for the fences on it on each swing, you can just put the ball in play, get on baseball. That he had a great game. And from watching game two, notice like there could be a momentum shift in the series where Red Sox hitters were very comfortable up at the plate against Ray's pitching. which. I mean, it's not the best thing for the Rays, of course. And uh, like I said, the sale went one inning in the second game. Hauk came in, went five innings. It was just electric. I believe they said like his last nine and two thirds innings, he's had perfect across the board. So no walks, no hits, none of that. And he just looked like he, you know, it seemed like he'd finally. I guess, realized this stuff and, yeah, just made a name for himself. Um, Yeah, like I said, Red Sox offense erupts 14 runs. Series is now tied at one. But now looking forward, because now the next two games are in Boston, where, I mean, of course the Red Sox are better at home than on the road. You're going to get that Fenway crowd. Now it's going to be on the Rays, really trying to you know bring up the pressure on them. The Red Sox hit at home. Just play better at home. See if we get those marathon uniforms, the, uh, I guess, golden blue uniforms. Like them a lot. They play pretty well in them, so wouldn't be surprised if they do play in, in those in the next game. But if the Red Sox are able to win this route, win this series, you look back at game two as the turning point in everything, I mean, even if they win it in five or whatever, the fact that they were able to bounce back so well from game one, you know, staring, I mean, not exactly elimination, but just staring a big hole in front of them, possibility of going down 0 two in the series. And they just, I don't know, everything just clicked for them. And now looking at it going ahead, like I said, I love the fact that they split in Tampa Bay. That's the best case scenario for them. You go home, there's a chance you could sweep them. I mean, we'll sweep them at home and then win the series in four It'll be an upset of the Rays or whatever. Or the Rays do the same thing, split. You're going to a game five down in Tampa. And even then, you figure Red Sox experience would take over and maybe help them out there. But, um, yeah, I don't know. It just seemed like watching game two, you know, Alex Cora, seemed like he's gotten his swag back. The offense seems locked in now. Even when they made outs, they had good contact on the bat. Um, but, but, yeah, so I think if game three, the Red Sox come out, play the same way as game two. I did wonder at what the off day in between the two games, would that affect anything? And we'll just play this out. Say that the Red Sox win game three. I think at that point, The Rays have a lot of young players on their team, a lot of inexperience in the postseason. Um, If Red Sox go up 2-1 after the way the series started and the Red Sox then win two in a row, like I said, not saying the Rays would quit or anything, but the pressure may get to them and it may be too much. The uh, Flip side, Rays win game three. Pressure's on the Red Sox to win game four. But, like I said, he's he's done well in those... They've, they've done well in those situations. And Cora seems to be pushing all the right buttons again. So, if it does happen that way, they'll take their chances in a Game 5 down, back down in Tampa Bay. Like I said, so they've already won a game down there. They're not going to be scared or anything. But Game 3 will be interesting. The Red Sox pulled a like I said put up another performance where they run away with it I think game 4 gets easier for them and they finish it off but I mean I know the Rays I mean they don't have any quit in them so I think looking forward the Red Sox I think win this series in 5 and if they are the, if they are able to do that then making the American League Championship Series. I mean that would be absolute gravy for the season. But they can't get ahead of themselves because you have Vivaldi going game three. Hopefully he pitches the same way he did in that Yankee wild card series. And they'll be fine. Um I think that's, yeah. Um I guess just from this quick little postseason run, the addition of Schwarber looks a lot better than it did when they first made the the, uh, acquisition. A lot of people liked the Schwarber move, but they would have preferred either a pitcher coming along with him or some. Red Sox fans wanted Rizzo over him. But he's been he's been lights out in the postseason. He's come up with big hits. And I mean, I'd like to see him on the team next year. We'll have to see free agency, what goes on there. But I really like the Red Sox chances in this series. Before the series started, I would have been over the moon if they just won one game. But now I think... They have, they've actually put a little fear in, in the Rays pitching and I think they'll be able to score runs so um, I guess looking quickly around the rest of the playoffs um, Dodgers Giants what's going on right now looks like that series is headed to 1-1. Uh, one, one. Giants got a big emotional win game 1. Brandon Crawford went yard. They had Barry Bonds in the house and all that. So they had the quick 1-0 series lead. But it looks like the Dodgers are bouncing back here in game 2 to even the series go back to Dodgers, Dodgers mm-hmm. Stadium. So kind of in the same boat as the Red Sox. Can they finish it off there? Or will they be back for a game 5 in San Francisco? Uh, Astros White Sox that series looks over the Astros won game one White Sox had a lead in game two and then the Astros just erupted late and actually beat them handily would not be surprised if that ends on I think Sunday's game three in that series so wouldn't be surprised if it ends Sunday and it's a sweep I just think the White Sox aren't ready yet had a lot of new guys and all that in that team. They have some young guys who have been there for a couple of years, but just haven't experienced postseason baseball. Astros are the veteran team in this matchup, of course. And I just think they're overwhelming the White Sox, so fully expect the Astros to move on there. Uh, Then the other series, of course, I'm paying attention to Braves Brewers. The Brewers win um was it game one? They won two to one or something. Uh, got, of course, the, the hit of the game for them. Uh, trying to think how you pronounce his last name. Narv, it's like Narvaez or something. Hit a home run. I believe it was him. And then their pitching held off the Braves late, even uh, scared in the ninth inning. Where I think they had the tie run at third. At the end of the game, uh, fast forward to game two. Braves get a gem pitching performance from Max Freed. Uh, it was actually what was that earlier today. Um, they ended up getting the game two win, so now they're tied one one. I, I mean the Brewers are, I guess, I guess they're like pitching heavy. They're relying on their pitching to win these games and then for the offense to come up with timely hits to get a few runs across. I mean, the Braves... uh, The Braves lineup is probably a little, little longer than the Brewers. I mean, the this series is really a toss up I mean I could be talked into either way Brewers or Braves I think think the Braves get it done in five I'm not confident in that at all but um, yeah I think we're heading to a championship series of Red Sox Astros had that a few years ago great series and then Think Braves, Dodgers, which I believe was the was that the National League Championship Series last year. So, be a chance for the uh, uh, Braves to get some revenge if they do make it past Milwaukee. But wouldn't be shocked either way. Um, yeah, back to the Red Sox just to finish this up. Um. Yeah, I think the Red Sox get done against the Rays, and then set up a rematch with the Astros, who are a team on the mission where they're trying to get. I guess they're trying to distance themselves from the whole trash can thing and all that. Um, Yeah, they want to. Yeah, just want to become more relevant, so. Yeah, that's my quick look at Major League Baseball. Which I will have to talk about it another day because after this baseball season, then there's gonna be collective bargaining agreement looming over the head. And could baseball be headed towards a work stoppage after all this, which I think if they did that, I mean they would be I don't even know what that would do to their numbers, but that's for another day. So, uh, thanks for tuning in. Hope you liked it. Uh, haven't, I don't think I've talked baseball a lot on here, so hopefully you enjoyed it. Um, just got to say go Red Sox. I will be watching every game. And, yeah, I think they got it done. Not gonna say they're going World Series yet. I'll save that, but I fully expect them to beat the Rays. So by the next time you hear me talk of baseball, Red Sox should be getting ready for the Astros in the American League Championship Series. I will call that right now. But, uh, but yeah. So thanks for tuning in. Once again, new or returning, either way, hit like, subscribe. Uh, follow the show wherever you're listening. Uh there is a spot where you can rate the show and leave a review. Definitely do that. That would be great. Get some feedback on what you like, what you don't like, whatever. And uh I guess even if you don't like the show, you just happen to stumble upon it and you wanna let me know what you thought of it, you can do the same if you are allowed leave a review or whatever not you can go over to twitter i'm at at chomping Podcast. follow me there leave a message or whatever it's cool so yeah so with that i uh, wrap this one up and then next episode ooh, let me see here we'll be talking about hockey Hockey season is right around the corner. I believe the season gets started Tuesday, so talk a little hockey about some of the changes you may not have noticed in the off season. And like I just talked about, Red Sox, might have talk about my Bruins for a little bit. So that'll be the next episode you'll hear. So thanks again. Be safe out there. God bless. Check you on the next episode. All right, I'm out.